Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a great day. It is early morning here in London, so my voice hasn't quite woken up yet, but nevertheless, here we are. Today, we've got something uh, exciting. It's the beginning of a, a new three-part series, and we're going to focus on listening skills. You know that moment when you start having a conversation with somebody in the language you're learning, and you start to get this kind of this feeling of panic, because you realise that you are not following along with what's being said. It's too fast for you, there are too many words you don't know, you start to listen to the sounds of the words, but not really know the meaning of what's being said. It's a not a very nice feeling, and yet we've all had it. Languages that we speak very well, maybe we remember what it used to be like when we didn't speak them well. Languages that we're just starting to learn, we're struggling with this right now. So whatever your background with languages, whatever your experience, you have gone through this problem, this feeling of just being totally overwhelmed when you're listening to people speak or when you're listening to TV and movies and things like that. So this is a a three-part series where I'm going to break down the whole concept of listening. I'm going to talk about why you find listening difficult and give you some strategies to improve your listening skills and start to understand more of what you hear. Now, This series is building up to the release of Conversations, which I've spoken a lot about. I'm going to be speaking more about. It's going to be released next week. And so I wanted to spend a bit of time focusing on listening because this is really the main point of Conversations is to help you improve your listening skills and bridge that gap from beginner to advanced. Now, what you're going to hear in this series is actually the audio from three videos. So you may like to watch the videos instead of listen to the audio here on the podcast. In fact, I would recommend that you do watch the videos because then you get the visuals as well, which just help to explain and help you to understand the concepts. So if you'd like to watch the video of these of these classes rather than listen to the audio, then you can. I'm going to put the videos on the show notes. So... You can watch that by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 223. Okay, that's where you're going to get the, the video. Again, it's going to be exactly the same as what you hear here in the podcast with the added benefit of uh, having the visuals. Okay, so you can listen here on the podcast or you can go to the show notes and watch the video. I recommend you watch the video, but if you don't want to watch the video for whatever reason, that's fine. You can listen to the audio. There might just be a couple of bits where... I refer to something on the screen and you can't see it, but you'll get the point (laughs) anyway. All right, then, before we start part one today, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, who are, of course, the wonderful italki. I met people from italki in Montreal this summer, a couple of weeks ago in Iceland. They are fantastic. It is the place, the best place you can go on the internet to get language lessons from professional language teachers all around the world. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, it's time for the first part of this series. This first part is called People Talk Too Fast. In this video, you'll learn a few things. You'll learn why speed is not the reason that you struggle with listening. You'll learn about the invisible shield 
that keeps you stuck at your current level. And you'll learn about the one simple change to your study routine that will help you understand native speakers better. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this brand new series. I'm really, really excited to be presenting this to you today. Welcome to the first video. Um, the series itself is called Three Steps to Better Listening Skills for Energizing Stress-Free Conversations in 90 Days. And I hope this is an exciting uh, prospect for you because I mean, you are, I mean, you're watching this video because you are very aware of the role that listening plays in our language learning, right? If you don't understand what someone is saying to you, it's not just that you can't communicate, but you know, as a learner, all kinds of things happen. You get frustrated, you get confused, you, you can start to have your confidence damaged, and there can be all kinds of not very nice side effects. And so in this three-part series, what I'm going to be doing is exploring the issue in some depth based on everything that I've learned over my language learning career, if you could call it that. So a quick word about the perspective that I'm bringing to this conversation about listening skills. Now, I've learned eight languages, and one of the real benefits of going through this process with all those languages is that I can look back on the things that I did and observe what the outcomes were. I can see whether the things that I did were effective or not, and the, and the different situations I was in. With some languages, I became very fluent quite quickly. With other languages, I really struggled. And in some cases, um, I did very little actual study, but I, my listening skills increased very quickly. Whereas in other cases, I did tons and tons of study and even lived in the country, but my listening skills took years to develop. So what I've learned from going through this process so many times is that you as a language learner have to influence the process through study. The stuff that you do on a day-to-day -day basis, as you said about studying, really matters and really, is going, you know, it does affect how quickly your listening skills develop. So on the left here, you can see a picture of a very young Ollie learning, learning Spanish. And in Spanish, I, I really didn't do much study at all. I was in London, actually, um, and I, which is not a Spanish-speaking place. <laughs> it's an English-speaking place. Um, and I didn't do that much study, but I was very lucky to have some very good friends who would speak to me a lot who didn't really care about learning English and gave me the opportunity to to speak a lot of Spanish and I became very fluent at listening. My listening was very very strong um, quite quickly whereas in Japan I did tons of study. I actually lived in Japan for three years. I had lots and lots of just general exposure in Japan and yet in spite of all of that hard work I still really struggled with my listening and the reason was that when I learned Spanish, I had lots and lots of real active listening and a community of people to to do that in. Whereas in Japanese, I had really little meaningful listening practice beyond my daily needs, ordering things in the shop. Well, the moral of the story is that good listening does not care about the country that you live in. It does not care about the general amount of chit chat you hear in the street on a daily basis. It doesn't care about the amount of kind of general hours of study that you put in. Developing good, strong listening skills so that you can take a full part in a conversation without panicking, without worrying about not understanding the reply, depends on very different things. And that is what we're going to be covering in this series. Now, I will say right from the start that there is no silver bullet for improving your listening skills. If you are here hoping for a couple of quick tricks that will enable you to suddenly understand everything that's said in the language you're learning, listen, that, that's not going to happen. There are many 
factors that impact on your ability to understand spoken language. And we will cover all of those um, over the course of this series. Real results in improving your listening skills come over months, not weeks. But you can directly influence your listening skills. You can reduce the stress that you feel around having conversations with native speakers. You can improve your concentration and your ability to focus when you are listening to a foreign language. You can energize your learning and start to enjoy it again. You can understand real spoken language that people actually say, not just the dry, boring stuff from your textbook. And you can start to enjoy your conversations again. And you can get real results in a period as short as 90 days. Now, in reality, it happens much quicker than that, but it's a gradual thing. So your ability to understand spoken language and to listen well, it's something that emerges gradually over time. But if you put into practice the things that I'm going to talk about in this series, you will notice great results in a short space of time. So part one of this series is very simply entitled, People Talk Too Fast. And (laughs) if you have... um, completed any of the surveys that that I've asked you to to fill out for me, I'm sure that one of the things that you would have said is that people, they just talk too fast and I can't listen fast enough. You might have said, I'm thinking about what's said and they are 10 sentences further. You might have said, I just hear the sounds when they're talking and figure out the meaning later. You might have said, when it's slowed down, I can mostly understand what's being said. So people speak too fast. What's the impact of this on you personally? Well, you probably give up trying to understand fairly quickly. You may have very little confidence in your ability to understand and as a result, in your ability to have conversations with people. You probably get very frustrated when you just hear a big jumble of words, if not downright depressed because of all of the effort you make in trying to understand what's going on. So, People talk too fast and it has a big impact. Now, here's what's important. When we say people talk too fast, this is how we perceive the problem with listening. It's important to understand that in reality, there are lots of different contributing factors that make listening difficult. Okay, It's just the way that we tend to think about it in terms of people just talking too fast. This is, this is the, the eventual outcome, the result of all of these particular problems. But it's not actually the cause. The cause are, you can break down into lots of different parts, which are like this. You probably translate back into English as you listen. You probably panic when you get unknown words. You don't quite know what it means and that starts to cause some some panic inside you. You probably use unsuitable material that's, that's far too hard for you. Connected speech is what happens when people speak naturally and words don't get pronounced like they do in your textbook. People say different things when they're talking formally or informally. And this is especially true if you're learning a a language like Japanese, where often it's entirely different depending on whether you are speaking formally or informally. The accent and the pronunciation that varies from one person to the next can make it very difficult if you're not used to it. General familiarity with grammar and the patterns of the language is something that takes time. If you're not familiar with how you express views in the language that you're learning, then it's going to be difficult for you to understand those things in real time as you're listening. There's also things like unfamiliar topics. Now, in my best languages, personally, if you throw at me a topic that I've never spoken about before, I am still going to struggle. 
And so it shouldn't be a surprise for anybody that if they do get suddenly confronted with an, un- with a, an unfamiliar topic, that it's tough. I mean, all of these things that you can see on the screen here, these are all reasons why listening will be difficult for you. But because it's a lot of stuff, the way that we perceive it and think about the phenomenon of listening to the language we're learning is that, well, people talk too fast. Actually, it's more nuanced than that. So how do we get over all of these things? You can see there's so much here. There are so many things to think about. So if we want to improve our listening and become better listeners, what do we actually do? What's really important is to start with the big principle. Okay, what's the general approach you're going to take to improving your listening over the coming months? And the big principle is something that gives you the best chance of learning naturally. Now, what does that mean? Well, as a beginner in the language that you're learning, you probably study in a very specific way. You probably study with textbooks. You probably get language that is drip-fed, so your teacher doesn't give you everything at once. They say, okay, in this lesson you're going to learn this, and next week you're going to learn that. It's highly controlled. Your teacher or your textbook won't give you something that they don't think you're ready for. Generally, you're learning single words and you're learning grammar based on rules. They say, this is how you form the present perfect, for example, and then give you some rules to help you understand it. You also use very, very simplified, easy texts to study with. Now, I'm going to call this the Lego building block approach. Now, if you're not familiar with Lego, it looks a little bit like these blocks on the right of the screen, where you, you start with one block and then you add another block on top and then you add another block on top of that and you gradually build this tower and it becomes more and more like a completed tower with everything that you that with every new block that you put on top this is this is what typical language teaching and language learning looks like now it's a great way to get started with the language because at the beginning when you're on day one of learning your language you have to break things down right you can't just get thrown in at the deep end so this is not in any way a criticism of teaching. What this is, what I'm trying to do here is describe the way that as a beginner you start to learn a language. But look at it like this. If the way that you think a language should sound and the way you think you should speak a language is based on these kind of digestible classroom chunks and little nuggets of language that you learn from your teacher, what on earth is going to happen when you hit the reality of this? People talking real language that they've been speaking for 30, 40, 50 years, when you're talking with friends and, and colleagues at work who are not sh- not slowing down for anyone, but they're talking about complex daily things. They might be talking about topics which are specific to work or politics or something like that. They're probably drinking a glass of wine and getting a little bit tipsy and slurring their words. And you've probably got you know dozens of other people talking in the background. You see, this right here is the reality of what foreign language, what all languages are like. This is the language that exists in the real world. But you as a beginner, if your only experience of learning this language has been through these very kind of clinical, sterile, textbook type lessons and study, you get into a situation like this and you immediately find that what you are listening to is nothing like what you've been learning, okay? And this is a problem. So this kind of Lego building block approach, it's great when you're a beginner. It helps you learn your first words. It helps you learn the basics of the grammar, maybe a few phrases 
you can maybe learn the basic pronunciation of the language. But what happens is that as soon as you want to break out of the beginner stage, you have to do something different. And this would be called a holistic approach. So how does the holistic approach differ from your Lego building block approach? Well, let's have a look at it. With a holistic approach, no longer are you studying with beginner's textbooks. No longer are you having language that's carefully controlled and drip fed to you so it's not too hard week after week. No longer are you learning single words from your book or learning grammar from rules. And no longer are you studying with simple texts that have been created for your textbook. And you have to stop doing all of these things. Instead, you do this. You listen widely with natural material. You listen to interesting content on topics that interest you, not a textbook that is designed for study. You don't shield yourself from difficult language or slang or unfamiliar accents, which is what most books and, and, and approaches to teaching do. You don't hide away from that and pretend it doesn't exist. You learn words and phrases and grammar as it appears naturally. Which means that if you get if you come across a hard grammar point from day one, well, you learn it. I mean, you you learn to understand it and what it is right then, because that is what is in front of you. You don't save it for next year just because that's when it comes in the textbook. So this is a holistic approach to learning, and this means that you're getting a complete picture of what real language is like, not the explanatory language from your textbook, but real language that lives and breathes out there in the real world. If that's what you spend your time listening to, then that is the language that you'll become familiar with. Now, when you spend time with, in, with this more holistic approach, what happens is that the most common words and phrases and expressions, things that right now you struggle with, gradually start to become familiar. So, for example, the way that someone starts a sentence, the way that they might interrupt you, the way that they might start to correct yourself. Things like longer sentences and rambling thoughts where people don't necessarily speak so cleanly and coherently like a, like a textbook. Everything that is intentionally left out of your textbook because it's not correct and it can't be neatly categorized into a grammar rule is exactly the kind of stuff that you have to start listening to. By listening widely to as much material as possible in the language, you're no longer just building one block on top of the next following this program of study. Instead, what you're doing is you're listening to the whole language and you are gradually gathering all kinds of different everyday words and phrases from all around the whole matrix of the language. And then this big core, this big sun in the center of your language world suddenly starts to make a lot more sense because you've got a bigger, you've got a more complete picture of what the language looks like. And that is what helps you to understand. So over time, you'll no longer feel that they, they speak too fast because that's simply what you spend your time listening to. You'll no longer say that you can't concentrate for long enough to understand anything because, well, that's what you've been doing all this time. And you'll no longer say, Look, I don't know any of these words because you've been listening to material that contains all of these words. That's a gradual process, but this is the shift that happens. Instead, you start to say, well, this speed is what I expect. You'll say, well, I'm used to listening to this language at this speed. 
And you'll say, well, I, I hear these words all the time. And so, yeah, of course I understand them, or at least I'm able to follow along. Now, this is a wholesale shift in, in study approach, and it will totally transform your listening. And as I said before, if you, if you devote a period of time of around 90 days to studying in this way, and again, it's less, but let's go easy on ourselves and say around 90 days, this will totally transform your listening if this way of listening is something that you've never done before. Now, right now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, Ollie, that's all very well, but it's too hard to listen to real language. It's too hard to listen to the news and to read or to listen to movies and things like that. So I understand the theory of it, but I can't actually do it because it's too hard. Right now, let's leave that aside for the moment. Can you see how as a point of principle or as a general approach to language learning, if you've got this long view of learning to understand native speakers, if eventually you wanted to be able to understand everything in the language, isn't this the only way to go? Isn't ditching your te- your textbook and this kind of Lego block diet of one piece of language after the next, isn't it the only logical thing to do? Is there any way that you're going to be able to understand native speakers chatting away in this language if you don't take this more holistic approach where you're spending all of your time listening to real stuff in the language? Sooner or later, this shift has to happen. Hopefully you can see why it's this is so self-evident. So let's recap what we've spoken about. First of all, we've said that the problem, which is I'm completely lost listening to native speakers at normal speed. And a reality check is that, look, many factors go into being able to simply understand easily. At the moment with your textbook diet, you're being shielded from real language. You're not seeing what real language sounds like. And this results in frustration when you hear the real thing because there's this big gap. The solution is to allow yourself to learn and to spend time with real language. Okay. Now, so what do we do about this problem of, well, listening to speakers, listening to native speakers is too hard? Well, that is exactly what we're going to start to study in video two of this series. Right now, what I'd like you to do is leave a comment below and reflect on the way that you've been studying over the last few months or possibly years and tell me what is your personal balance like? Do you shield yourself from the real thing? Sure, I mean, you, if you live in a foreign country, you may occasionally hear a little bit of the, on, on the street. But do you actually sit down and spend time studying real language in a holistic way? Or do you have, do you feed yourself a diet of textbook-like language that is carefully controlled for you? Leave a comment below. Tell me uh, your response to that. And I'll see you very, very soon in the second video. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 